It's time for Fantasy Football Semi-Pros. Welcome to the second podcast for the Fantasy Football Semi-Pros. I'm Brand- Once again, I am Brandon, and with We're me is my co-host, Brian. Brian, how are you today? I can't complain. Uh, I got a little blitz last night, but hey, we uh <laughs> powering through today. Um, I would like to start off just by saying, hey, uh, we have a ongoing live draft for our 10-team uh, PPR league, so we might be a little distracted, but we'll stay as focused as possible. Um, today we'll be covering AFC, yep. AFC teams and players that are relevant on each team. We're gonna take our second shot at this because last week when we, or earlier this week when we recorded, it didn't record with audio, so we'll give it a second shot. Can I add that? We're we're still new. <laughs> we're still figuring this whole podcast thing out. Hey, uh, I will bear say with though, us. that last podcast was probably gonna be our best we've ever made. What was the second one <laughs> we've ever made? <laughs> so. It's gonna be the best one we ever made, though. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> All right, so before we start, um, we're going to start with a keep trade cut. Now, Grant, we've already kind of talked about this one, but... I've already forgotten what it was. No audio, so we don't have it documented. So, Ryan, keep trade cut. David Montgomery, Chris Carson, or Miles Sanders? Uh, keeping... I'm, I'm keeping Chris Carson. I'm going to try to trade Miles Sanders... And I'm getting rid of David Montgomery. I know everybody loves Montgomery for whatever reason. He's a hot commodity. He's just not on my commodity list. I don't want him in my backfield on my Cincinnati Bengals team, and I don't want him on my fantasy football roster. Fair. For me, it's I'm keeping Chris Carson. He's definitely an underrated running back every year. Yeah. A solid running back, too, that you can get as your third or fourth pick. Mm-hmm. I'm going to trade David Montgomery. I think he has a little more value than Sanders right now. Yeah. Plus, from what I'm hearing, Sanders is becoming more of a, just a running guy in this in this training camp, and they really like Boston Scott. and uh, Who do they bring in? No, I'm drawing a blank. The, the rookie running back they drafted, and I can't think of who his name is right now. Oh, he's a little dude. He's a little scat back guy. I have him in an early. Hey, I can't think of his name okay. right now. I'll go look it up. You keep going, I'll look it up. But, yeah, I'm cutting Miles Sanders. I think he has the least amount of value between three of these guys. Yeah, that's true. So, now we got to keep trade cut. We'll definitely try to get more of these in there, but this podcast and the next podcast are going to be a little bit of a longer show. So, we'll try to get more of those in on future podcasts. But that's all we've got on the keep trade cut for today. So, Ryan, would you rather? <laughs> would you rather your favorite team win the Super Bowl or win all of your leagues this year? I'd rather my favorite team win the Super Bowl. I've won fantasy football leagues. It's cool, bragging rights, whatever. But I've never seen the Cincinnati Bengals even win a playoff game in the 32 years I've been alive. <laughs> I haven't. I was a year old, January 6, 1990. I was one years old. The last time the Bengals won a playoff game. So I'd rather see the Bengals win a Super Bowl than win all of my leagues. I would choose the same thing. Not only just because I want to see the Bengals win, but a $10 bet on the Bengals to win the Super Bowl, Super Bowl right now, you make a profit of $1,500. Yeah, I need to put that bet in. <laughs> Got to get over to Indiana. Can't, can't legally sports bet online yet here in Ohio. I will say, I was looking the other day. The Bengals are plus 400 odds to make the playoffs this year. Uh-oh. All Gainwell. Right. Kenneth Gainwell. Kenneth Gainwell. That's it. Eagles running back. Out of Memphis, I believe. Yeah. Yes. He, yeah. I knew it was one of the smaller schools, and that's why I just could not think of it. Jarrett Patterson kept think, popping my head, but I know he's in Washington. I like that guy. <laughs> Everybody does, and I think he's going to have a decent year if – Antonio Gibson goes down, or he could kind of take that J.D. McKissick role eventually. I like it. He, All right, so that's it for our Would You Rather. So, so, next, we got our AFC East breakdown. 
We're going to start with the Buffalo Bills. Hey, Coons, can you tell me what the Buffalo Bills were named after? A Buffalo? Nope. I don't know. What's a Bill? Is that an Indian? <laughs> well, I got your answer right here. Everybody wants to thank Buffalo. It's their logo. It's the name of their city, though. Well, yeah. They were named after a, a barbershop quartet. Interesting. <laughs> That's extremely interesting. A quartet. Yeah, it, it surprised me. I was listening to a podcast. The fancy is based off of one of the fancy footballers I follow, but they call themselves the Spitballers for this, and they just do a bunch of random stuff. Mm-hmm. They were having a draft on like it was going to be a, you draft a team based off of NFL teams, the mascots, <laughs> and they all have to fight in an arena. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fun. The first pick was the Titans because obviously who can beat a Titan besides uh, the gods? I don't think anybody. And the last pick was the Bills, and the guy who picked them did not know that they were a quartet. He thought it was the <laughs> Buffalo. <laughs> That's a good one. Well, quarterbacks for Buffalo, you got Josh Allen, Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky is irrelevant here, especially because Josh Allen just signed a six-year contract. Yeah, I don't think Trubisky's even worth having on a roster except for, I mean, even if you have Allen as your QB1 and he goes down – Trubisky's going to be available on waivers. so I, I Unless it's a super flex dynasty league, Trubisky's yeah. just sitting out there. Yeah, you can pick him up if if he gets hurt. Just keep your waiver wires, your, your moves down low. <laughs> <laughs> Running backs, you got Zach Moss, Devin Singletary. These are two guys I'm probably avoiding. But if I had to pick one, I would go with Moss over Singletary. I, I think he's got a little more upside. Especially now that Allen signed his big contract, you got to think that they're going to want to try to protect him a little bit more, protect that investment. Yeah, yeah. They may run him a little bit less. So I know touchdowns can be fluky, but I think Moss has a higher touchdown upside. Singletary does have the higher PPR upside, though. That's fair. I, I just I worry about that <laughs> backfield because of Josh Allen's ability to run. He vultures. He definitely vultures a lot of TDs, especially in the within the five yard line. Looking at this team at the other side of the coin. They're possibly in win-now mode. They have the team that can win that Super Bowl. So they may just throw all caution to the wind and let Josh Allen do his thing. Yeah, you're not wrong. Wide receivers, Stephon Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders, Cole Beasley, Gabe Davis, and actually one I don't have on our dock, Jake Kumaro. He's getting some rave reviews out of camp right now. Here, Diggs going late first, early second. Well, he was just taken in the – Second round of our draft pick, like two, two, eight, two, three, or two, four. Yeah, Emmanuel Sanders. There's a lot of good surrounding him in camp. Camp news. You want to take it with a grain of salt. You never know how much of it <clears throat> is true. But redraft, you're probably not picking him up. Cole Be- Beasley. Politics aside, I know he's talking about possibly retiring. Well, that's not politics aside. That well, politics every... aside on the vaccine and everything. He's yeah. talking about retiring because of the stipulations with it. He doesn't agree with it. He said he's not going to say anymore. We're not really going to go into detail on that part. No, nah, it's not our job. He's someone I don't mind taking late, but know there's risk with him that he may not be on your team right. at some point. And Gabe Davis, he could definitely be a decent touch. Uh, De- decent red zone guy could get you some touchdowns. Yeah, Late round flyer that deeper leagues you might want to look at him. Yeah, Gabriel Davis has some really good size, and it's kind of my situation I had with Mike Evans last year. Um, probably yeah, not going to get one game, two catches, two yards, and two, two touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah, that really helped me. <laughs> Seriously, it really did. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be touchdown dependent this year. Um, that's Davis, that is. Uh, yeah, Cole Beasley, like whether you agree with his politics or not, I personally do. I think it's silly, uh, all these stipulations, because we just, we just saw I saw Shinedown's drummer. Yeah, the band, and the Shinedown drummer is double-vaxxed. He's got the two shots, caught COVID, and gave it to somebody else. So Beasley's, Beasley's thoughts on this are pretty – they're common-sense thoughts, um, whether or not we agree with it. I would like Beasley for a PPR league, but again, it's the risk you're going to take. Is he going to play? Is he going to suit up every week, week to week to week, or not? Um, but I think really the only guy here you're really worth worth taking is Diggs early on in the first two rounds. 
Tight end wise, they have Dawson Knox, Jacob Hollister. You're probably not drafting either of these guys, especially because Buffalo last year they used a three wide receiver set 94% of the time. That mm-hmm. was the highest in the NFL. If you're going to own a pass catcher, it's probably going to be either, either Singletary or one of these wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would be staying away from the tight ends. Next, we got Miami. Their quarterbacks are Tua Tugaviola and Jacoby Brissett. I will say Tua's been getting a lot of lot of hype coming out of camp lately. With the, the addition of Waddle down there in Miami. Not is, just Waddle. They gave pretty him, good. Uh, they I, gave him no excuse to fail. Right. I mean, he, he's got a lot of weapons down there. The backfield is a little... Mm. But I will say, most of his wide receivers in camp so far have been hurt. Well, <clears throat> that's fair. I mean, Waddle came in hurt. So. <laughs> Waddle's been... He's still getting in there, but he's actually been one that's been out there. Uh, Devontae Parker, Will Fuller have all been missing practice so far. Yep. But you gotta think, a year removed from his injury, he's actually getting a full training camp. Yep. There's this no COVID that, stipulations stuff there are, going on. There are still COVID stipulations, it's but not it's not this, as tight. Yeah, it's not the, as ridiculous as it was last year. And, and I'm saying ridiculous slightly. I mean, it's not as it's tough. Yeah, it's not strict. as hard. Yeah, right. There you go. That's what I'm looking for. And you gotta remember, too, at one point. He was going to be the first pick of the draft. He, yeah, he was definitely the one-one until that that hip <clears throat> injury. So I he like the hip injury, but Burrow just played out of his mind. Yeah, Burrow did. <laughs> Joey, big balls. But yeah, Tua. If he, he's definitely a late round flyer. Still, I think definitely. A, I I don't want to rely on him because he's two, unproven. Yeah, even in a two QB draft, I'm probably taking him as my third QB. Quite possibly, just to see how he does before we toss him in there. Yeah, I, I think agree he's with got you. that. He's got such a wide range of outcomes that can a wide range of possible outcomes that you're not going to want to rely on him. Right. right, right and uh, what about that backfield there in Miami? That backfield, you got Miles Gaskin, Malcolm Brown, Salvin Ahmed, and actually Jared Dokes from a rookie from UC. This was pass, one that we pass, thought they pass. were. Gonna- <laughs> This is one that everybody thought they were going to try to take an ETN or um, Javante Williams. But Miami avoided the running backs at all costs <clears throat> in the draft other than a late-round pick. And two of they trust. The two running backs, if you're going to take one here, Gaskins is the main guy. I think Malcolm Brown could start taking a role, taking some of this away, though. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm still avoiding that backfield. For the most part, I am too, but if Gaskins drops to a point that it's a viable pick and draft, I'll probably take him. That's fair. The only wide receiver here I really want and have any faith in, and this is this is a, a shot in the dark, um, Waddle, just because of what him and Tua did at Alabama. Uh, it, it's hard to ignore that. It's hard to look past that. But we see Fuller in trouble. Parker hasn't really... Produced like they thought he would, and this is year what five or six. He started. This is, I think, his seventh year now. Yeah, he was so. one of those fifth year breakouts. But I think Parker. Honestly, I'm not probably going to have any of these guys. I think Wall's going a little earlier than I want to take him. Yeah, I would agree with you. If Fuller, he's a decent shot late in the draft, mm. but other than last year, he's always injured. Right. And you got to think. He was the only guy left in Houston last year. <laughs> well, no, they still have Brandon Cooks. Well, he was a thousand yard receiver last year. That's. But we'll get to them later. Yeah. But you gotta think part of the reason Fuller was able to stay healthy was because of the PEDs that he got suspended for. Right. Yep. That's true. So that's always something to keep an eye on. I'm probably not gonna draft any of these guys though. Mm-mm. I do own Waddle in a couple dynasty leagues, but other than that. I don't have them. I'm not going to have them in redraft, most likely. What about those tight ends? <clears throat> tight ends, we got Mike Gusecki and Hunter Long. Gusecki's one of those late-round, higher-upside tight ends that you could possibly go after if you're not going for the middle round or top three tight ends. I avoid tight ends. <laughs> I don't draft a tight end until probably seven or eight, and it's always a crappy tight end, and I just hope somebody comes along that's still on the waivers, like Darren Waller a few years ago. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not going. These last few years, I've had Travis Kelsey in my keeper league. Yeah. I traded for him, and yeah, Travis Kelsey. That now. that positional, that positional 
advantage. Having Travis Kelsey is always nice. He dropped to me. I had the sixth pick in my draft. He dropped to me in the second round. And with all the running backs that were gone already, I felt like it was a no-brainer. I took Kelsey. Yeah, that's fair. I'm more of a fan of taking one of those top three tight ends and not worrying about it except for one other week of the year. Right, right. All right, so our next team, we got New England. Kevin, do you want to go over the quarterbacks? Look, I have given Cam Newton a lot of hate. Um, back in his days at Auburn, I didn't really like him. Scam Newton, as they called him. <clears throat> Look, if I say somebody sucks like I did in our first podcast, you have to remember, I'm still sitting here in my basement, and Cam Newton's playing professional football. So just because I say a guy sucks doesn't mean he actually sucks. He's still better than me. But I don't like Cam Newton on my team. I, I, I don't. I think it's going to be a quick trigger pull for, for Bill Belichick there in New England if Newton doesn't get a couple wins under his belt early and keep winning. I think they're going to change to Mac Jones really quickly. That could be a possibility. I mean, Cam Newton, surprisingly, he was the 16 best quarterback last year. He's got some better weapons around him than he had last year. It's because of his legs, that's why. Definitely. It was because of his legs. He could be a decent streaming option. The reason I'm a little more hesitant that there could be a quick trigger pull is because Cam Newton and Mac Jones are complete opposites in their style of play. But I, I said it last last time we recorded this and we didn't have audio. Bill Belichick is a no-excuse guy. Uh, what are you doing over there? Just, just checking to make sure we had audio. We got audio, guys. Don't <laughs> worry. But, yeah, I'm saying <clears> – <throat> I don't think Belichick's going to wait. He's not going to do a half a season before plugging in Mac Jones if they're 1-7. and seven. If they're 1-3, and three, he's making the switch. It doesn't it, matter. It is entirely possible. You have to think, right now in training camp, they're probably – Mac Jones is getting first-team reps from everything I'm seeing, so maybe they have that – they're getting that practice. In. It, These it, are professional athletes. I'm right? not saying it's not going to happen. That's I'm not just saying it's, hard, hard, it's harder for this – change that happen but it's a they're professional athletes they know it could be possible they're i'm sure they're preparing for it i mean it's definitely possible look when baltimore switched from flacco to jackson yes you're right but here we go man i mean i'm staying away from cam newton if i can get mac jones in the 10th round or later or even wires i'll pick him up just to stash him just to wait and see you know i remember when mac jones was drafted you remember that old play nfl play 60 commercial with cam jones and the little kid yeah get the little kid at the end like become your mom's favorite quarterback yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> somebody said that's who mac jones grew up to be <laughs> <laughs> that was mac jones when he was a kid so next you got uh running backs uh damian harris uh sonny michelle james james white, white ramondre stevenson um here, the only one I'm going to draft, even consider, is Damian Harris. Mm-hmm. He's been getting the run with the ones. I think he was going to take the take over the lead last year, but he got hurt in preseason. James White's a solid bi-week fill-in at best, but he's not going to be your league winner. No. I'm absolutely. not going to draft James White unless it's a dynasty league. I still need Cam Newton in that <laughs> offense to prove anything to me to take any running back. If you don't have a quarter, here's how offenses work. If you have to throw the ball every every down because you don't have a running game, it'd be harder to throw. But if you can't throw the ball and you have to run the ball, <laughs> it's going to be hard to run the ball. So I need I need to see the, this offense on the field and, and see what they can do before I would even consider pretty much anybody on this roster. If I'm taking Harris, though, it's my fourth or fifth running back off the board. Yeah, so yeah. I don't mind taking him as a bi-week fill. Yeah, you're not getting him to play one or two, RB one or two. So I, agree, I would agree with that. Yeah, late round. Late, late, late. But she's going late. After, in the double-digit round. <laughs> after the rest of your slots are filled up. <laughs> all your starters. Wide receiver-wise, we got Jacoby Meyer, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, Nikhil Harry. I will say... It, the two wide receivers that you're going to want from this team, if you want any, Jacoby Meyer or Nelson Aguilar, yep. they went out, they they got their guy in Aguilar. But we he was seen, the guy they targeted. We've seen what Bourne can do, what was it, last year in San Fran? Actually, I don't think he got to play last year. I can't remember. Maybe a year or two ago, he's, he's been hurt quite a bit. He's kind of hard to judge. He's 
He's a guy to keep on. And waiver wire. He's a guy to keep an eye on on the waiver. Kobe Meyer, he was the only receiver worth anything last year in New England. Unfortunately. Uh, tight ends, you got Hunter Henry and John o. Smith. Call, it's John who calls them the Boston T.E. Party. <laughs> I like it. I like it. The Boston T.E. Party. That's very punny. These are two good tight ends. They may be trying to get back to the Gronk Hernandez days. With the 21 sets. But I'm probably not drafting either of these guys. Maybe maybe late. Maybe, maybe late. Maybe they're, late they're especially, I mean, now that I have Travis Kelsey, I'm not touching either of these guys. But Barber doesn't. He doesn't draft kickers or defenses. So he I draft a defense. I don't draft the kicker. <laughs> so I can. I'd rather take an extra player in case one of my players gets hurt. Then I have somebody I can just plug in, drop that player to the IR for that week, and I can stream kickers. Kickers wow. are so. Unless I have like a Will Lutz, well, I'm not gonna keep a kicker. Well, if. I don't care if he gets taken. If Herrick ever picks, um, I'll, I'm going to take Rodrigo Blankenship at 210. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Sorry, guys. All right, so. We need to get this going. Definitely. All right, go. So next we got the New York Jets. Zach Wilson's going to be the QB. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just signed Josh Johnson. They have Mike White. I don't know who any of those I'm not are. drafting Zach Wilson in a redraft, but Mm-mm. I think he could actually be decent going through. I, d- I just the think there's. 16 quarterbacks are better. Oh, there's definitely more than 16 quarterbacks that are better than Wilson right now. And we never know. He could be the next Mahomes. He, he, he could come out there and throw balls all over the damn field. <laughs> he could. Uh, running back-wise, Tevin Coleman, Ty Johnson, Michael Carter, or Lamont. LaMichael Pierre. LaMichael, yeah. I kept wanting to combine him and Samaje, which I think they're like cousins. Um, Sky, be quiet. Sorry, my dog's around. I'm going to take Michael Carter as my third or fourth running back. Yep. Tevin Coleman could be a late, late round flyer, but you gotta be he's got a high injury risk. Mm-hmm. I don't think Carter's gonna produce right away. I think it's gonna be more he's gonna be eased in and become a one A and one B situation. Yeah, but I do think eventually he takes over one A and one B. Mm-hmm. So I maybe mean, not later, this year, but next year. Eventually. He's a good running back. <clears throat> Wide receiver wise, they actually really upgraded their room, I think. Mm-hmm. They got Corey Davis, Jamison Crowder, Keelan Cole, um, Elijah Moore, who I've been seeing so much out camp about him. Yep. They're kind of comparing him a lot to Tyler Lockett now. Okay. But their beat writer said, I saw a tweet, a tweet from their beat writer saying, I'm going to focus on somebody else, but Elijah Moore makes that impossible. <laughs> and that's one of the few good things coming out of the camp. That's hard to overlook. Right. I'm willing to take Elijah Moore late. Corey Davis, I don't mind taking a shot on. Denzel Mims, he's running with the threes, though, and I'm not taking him anymore. Yeah, I'm not. I'm staying away from Denzel Mims. I don't know. You should try to trade him in the league that you have him for our dynasty league. Not to me, but somebody else might bite. So People you, love that was, it, was it you that offered me... Mims for Mooney, I did. But I you also traded me. You also traded me a second for Mims. And yeah, that was yeah, looking back. Hey, it's all hindsight, twenty twenty. But yeah, I, I think Corey Davis is the one you're going to want. Aside I'm, from Elijah yeah. Moore. Yeah, I like Davis a lot. I I had a lot of stock in him. He was a later breakout, but in Tennessee, mm-hmm. he was able to start catching the ball, especially once Tannehill took over that offense. Yep. I, I like his skill set. He definitely could be decent. Crowder. He's a good PPR guy. I will say they wanted to keep him. He took a pay cut to stay. He could be a decent flyer, but as you said in our audio list podcast, audio list. you never know when to start him. You never know. I would try to play him. <clears throat> I, he would go off for 20-something points one week. I'd throw him in my flex the next week, and he would produce jack squat. Uh, I think I trade... Like, I'm not going to finish that trade, you know what, my wife <laughs> gave her Crowder, and then the two times I played her that year, Crowder went off like 30-something points and single-handedly beat me. <laughs> so, I don't like Crowder in fantasy football. I think the <laughs> industry need to come up for a better term for... To trade? Uh, for a bad taking, t- taking advantage of him in trade. Yeah, it didn't age well. 
Tight ends. Yeah, Croft and Herndon. I think I'm going to avoid these two guys for right now. I'm sure both of them will be available definitely after your drafts are over. From what I've heard, Croft has been the better option so far, but I'm not touching any of these tight ends. No, me neither, man. So, that covers our AFC East. Who's your pick to win this division? I think the Bills are the only team that make the playoffs out of this division. Interesting. I know we'll talk about probably in the AFC North, but I think definitely Miami has a shot. That could be a wild card, too. And New England, you never want to count them out, but my pick is the Bills. Yeah, I don't. I just... We share the same thought process. AFC North, our favorite conference... I will say this is probably one of the more stacked, uh, more stacked divisions. Yeah, yeah. In real football terms, yes. The only one I think is better is I think the AFC East. Right, not AFC East. Sorry, AFC West. Yeah. With the Chiefs. Maybe. That that's a pretty good conference. It's pretty solid. So we'll start with last year's division winner. You got Baltimore. Quarterback wise, they have Jack Lamar Jackson. He was your yeah. quarterback 10. But a lot of people last year were taking him as the QB1. He disappointed for a lot of people with that. Did they go get another toy? Yes, they did. Sorry, my dogs are over here chewing around on each other over the same toy. There's toys throughout the entire house. Anyway, yeah, I think Jackson, the upside of him and the shiny with him is his legs and the fact that he can just run the ball and score, and he can take the ball 99-plus yards for a touchdown any, any at any given moment. And we, and we know they're working on the pass. Like game. I said, last year, he was drafted mostly as a num- like number one or two tight or quarterback. He finished the 10th. This is He is part of the reason why I am waiting on quarterback. Yeah, yeah, his, it, it's his, really hard. His MVP year, he was drafted late, and he, he finished number one. There's almost always one late-round quarterback that jumps off and Takes produces. Off. What about their running backs, Dobbins, Edwards, and Hill? I probably will not draft Dobbins in any of my leagues. I think <clears> he's going too high, and we said Jackson runs the ball a lot. Could be a vulture at the, t- at the goal line. Yeah, and they like Edwards out there, too. They do like Edwards. They did just re-sign Edwards. He's going in the double-digit rounds of your draft, especially if Dobbins gets hurt. Yeah. Edwards is a great late-round flyer. Yeah. Not even just handcuff, just late-round flyer. Okay. I think similar – you remember when you had um, Mark Ingram and Kamara together? Yeah, I played them both week to week to week. <laughs> Every week, they're RB1s be, and twos. <laughs> this could be a similar situation. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Wide receivers, you got Marquise Brown, Sammy Watkins, Rashad Bateman. I'm probably not dra- drafting any of these receivers. If I'm taking mm-hmm. a shot on one, it's probably Bateman. Best ball would have been Marquise Brown. Though. Yeah, I think Hollywood Brown is. So uh, Bateman still, he's just a rookie man. Isn't he was good in college, Minnesota, right? Except for last year, but last year COVID kind of messed everything up. He yeah. was kind of in and out on whether he was going to play. Who knows? So uh, actually, I got a question for you. Okay. Lamar Jackson started has started thirty seven games as a Raven. Okay. Can you guess how many games that a receiver has scored? 20 or more points with Lamar Jackson throwing to him. 37 games. I would say at most once. At most once? Okay, you're a little low on that. Oh. But it's still a low number. For only four times has a wide receiver scored more than 20 points since Lamar Jackson's taken the helm. <laughs> they keep saying, we want to throw the ball. We want to throw the ball. <laughs> we don't want Lamar to run. <laughs> I mean... The only times that's really happened, though, I think it's more Hollywood Browns getting multiple touchdowns in a game. Right. And with his speed, that's entirely possible. Tight end-wise, they have uh, Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews was the sixth tight, sixth tight end on the year last year. I have him ranked about five or six in my rankings. I can't remember off the top of my head. He's someone I will take a shot on in the fifth round if he's there. Yeah, he's not bad. I, I thought he had a lot of upside. <clears throat> He, he does. And actually, Mark Andrews, he is targeted on 28.8% of his routes run. Okay, that's not bad. That's Almost a pretty like high number, and he's targeted heavily in that end zone for Baltimore. Yeah. Yep. And especially after you get past those first three or four tight ends, there's not a whole lot. You're looking out there. more for the touchdown upside guys. Yeah, you want those points. 
So Mark Andrews is definitely a decent decent draft at fifth or sixth. Mm-hmm. All right, so next we'll move on to Cleveland. Quarterback-wise, you got Baker Mayfield, Case Keenum. Keenum. <laughs> Mayfield's going to be the only guy that produces here. He could possibly be a bi-week filling kind of guy, streaming QB. Yeah, he's not my QB one, that's for sure. <clears throat> he's not who uh, he's not who I'm going out targeting the draft, but I've been trying to do a mock draft a day usually with computers because it's hard to just get people together in a mock draft. Mm-hmm. And mock drafts are kind of time to experiment with your draft, right? And there's been times I've been getting to the point where I'm waiting so long on quarterback that my choices are coming between Mayfield and Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. I typically I look at Matt Ryan there, especially because I think Week One Mayfield's playing against the Chiefs. But we digress. <clears throat> yeah, so <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're that really far wait and see, Mayfield might be your guy. Yep. Running backs, you got Chubb, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. This is probably one of your best backfields in the NFL. I definitely think this is the best overall backfield in the NFL. I, I think hands down. I mean, last year they were running backs eleven and ten respectively. And that was with Chubb missing four games. I I think this year they're going to – we saw it towards the end of last year where Hunt was getting a little more of the work. Towards Hunt the tends, end of the season. Hunt tends to get a little more of the work towards the end of the game. Depends on if they're down or not. It That, that does play, I think, a role into it. But even if they were up, I think he started receiving more work at the end of the game because I remember playing him earlier in the year in my flex last mm-hmm. year and – He'd have me one, two points at halftime, and all of a sudden just explode. Right. I will say, I'll take Chubb in the first round. Definitely. He's definitely in my top six backs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hunt, you can get in the, I think, fourth or fifth round. I like Hunt. I like his PPR upside. <clears throat> definitely. Um, wide receivers, you got Odo Beckham Jr., Darvis, or Jarvis Landry, uh, Rashad Higgins and Donovan People Jones. You almost said T Higgins. I wanted to say T Higgins because I saw that name, and I mean T Higgins. Is That's who we love. We like. Realistically, here, this is a hard wide receiver room to figure out. The only two that you're, I'm probably drafting in a redraft league are potentially Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry. I don't know. I've been seeing a lot of good stuff about People's Jones. I have too, but I still feel like he's. I still think it's late. He's the third option. I will say, last year, I think it was, Mayfield had a near-perfect uh, passer rating when throwing to Peoples-Jones. Really? So, he's definitely one. someone to keep an eye on the waiver wire for. Or in a super deep league, definitely somebody they'll take late. I, I just, I, I think <clears throat> that running back duo back there is... They outshine the wide receivers in, in Cleveland, so I'm I'm probably staying away. Which is weird because the big names are yeah. Beckham Jr. Yeah, I, I'll probably take. I'd be willing to take a shot late on Landry. He's a high four guy that you like to be able to plug in occasionally. That's true. That's fair. Beckham, he's probably the hardest guy for me to figure out and analyze. He did this. well for you when he was in New York. Definitely, he was a pickup off a of waiver wire for me with his rookie year, and I held him up until I think last year in our dynasty in our keeper league. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, he's a he's kind of a flyer that, based on his potential talent, I would almost be willing to take a shot on. Yeah, that's that's fair. Tight ends, they have Austin Hooper, David Njoku, and Harrison Bryant. I'm gonna tell you what. I tell you what, boy. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm drafting any of these guys in redraft. I they, loved Hooper when he was in Atlanta. They, they could be good, but I think the one I'm targeting in Dynasty is Harrison Bryant. Yeah, for a long haul. <clears throat> I just think there's too many weapons with Chubb, Hunt, OBJ, Landry. At some point, this these this team's going to have to clear out. They're getting pretty close on cap space. I mean, they got three tight ends, Hooper, Njoku, and Bryant. Like, well, this is Njoku's last year, I think. Well, Hooper, okay. they at one point made him the highest-paid fantasy – their highest-paid tight end. Weird flex, but all right. It, at some point, this team's going to have to start getting rid of some people. Mm-hmm. So I think the lesser-named guys are going to start filling in in the years to come. They're, I don't think they're going to be important this year, but Mm-mm. 
Next, we got uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Quarterbacks, you got Roethlisberger, Rudolph, Haskins. I will say, if anybody watched the Hall of Fame game on Thursday, I did actually sit there and watch the whole thing. I was doing other stuff on the side. Uh, but it was just nice to see football back on. Yeah, I was working, so I was not able to watch it. But go um, ahead. Rudolph did get the start in that. Interesting. But Haskins looked like the better QB. Really? Definitely. Uh, Josh, Dobbs, Josh Dobbs got the only passing touchdown for them. I think Haskins takes this number two job in the end. Well, yeah, but we all know Ben Roethlisberger is going to be the starter. He is, but if for some reason he gets hurt, because he does have a slight history of missing yeah. two games a year. Haskins may not be a bad bad roster spot at that point. Right. He does have that running upside, too. Mm-hmm. And we saw what Rudolph did when Roethlisberger missed most of that one year. Right. Uh, running backs, uh, Najee Harris, Benny Snell, Seth McFarlane, Kalen Balazs. Kalen Balazs had the one rushing touchdown for Pittsburgh. They had Najee play for, until the second quarter. How do you look? He actually, he, I think he looked all right. I mean, first first, first game. NFL game. Yeah, I was really high on, on Najee Harris. Um, love, love watching Alabama football because they just run the ball down everybody's throat. And now they went, you know, for the last half decade, they've been getting the top-notch wide receivers. Not so. only that, though, Najee showed last year he can catch. And people are yeah. kind of comparing him to Le'Veon Bell Light. Yeah. Uh, my, I think he could be one of those guys to – that could take a he could be a running back one this year in fantasy. Yeah, I have the one overall draft pick. I took Alvin Kamara and I was hoping Najee, just like our first he wasn't episode. Get to you in the second round. You were gonna take him anyway. I was really hoping Najee would fall to two ten again like we did in our initial fake mock draft. So But now he's gonna get beat by his wife running Najee Harris yeah. out there because she took him in the first round. I'm gonna have to try to <laughs> trade. Um wide receivers. You got Juju Smith-Schuster, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool. Actually, surprisingly, Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool uh, played in that game. Juju didn't. Hmm. Well, my draft pick order here for this wide receiver group would be Claypool, Johnson, and then Juju. That's the order I would take them if I had to take one. I was going to ask you to rank these guys. I'm going Deontay Johnson just because of his PPR upside. He's got good speed. Claypool and then Juju. I will say Claypool is one of, I think it was like 10 wide receivers, <clears throat> rookie wide receivers that mm-hmm. had 10 receiving touchdowns in his rookie year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he definitely had some high upside, and that was a good group, including Michael Thomas and among others. And I can't remember the list. Avoid Eric Ebron. <laughs> Titan wise, yes, I'm avoiding Eric Ebron. Friermuth and Dynasty. Friermuth, yes. Uh, he's, he's, I think, going to be a decent tight end later on. Uh, he was somebody I was definitely targeting in single QB drafts in the second round, third round super flex and dynasty. But I don't think either of these guys are really going to be relevant other than possible streaming streaming tight ends. Yeah, weekend or sorry, not by week. Uh, after that, we got Cincinnati Bengals. You got quarterbacks Joey Burrow, Josh Allen, and nope, Brandon Allen. Sorry, Brandon Allen. Bye, um, everybody. One uh, Hall of Fame quarterback Boomer Sison. One thing he said about um, one thing he said about Burrow is, "I know one thing. He's a better player than I ever was already. I can see it." There's been a lot, of, a lot of reports out of Bengals camp showing that this offense is struggling. Yeah, it's I, a new offensive line that's tra- starting to gel together. Burrow well, just has to get that confidence back, and I think they'll be fine. I think Burrow need. I think he's a little bit worried about his knee, as much as he doesn't want to say he is. Um, no worries. If that. any athlete's been out there and they've been hurt, uh, where it's ended your season, um, you're gonna go out there with a little jitter in your <clears> belly every time you're out there. I think he just got he game one. He's they got. He's got to get hit. He's got to get Definitely. hit, and and shake off the rust because this offense is stacked. Well, before we proceed, we did get a notification from our draft client that we use Sleeper app. Michael Thomas apparently ghosted the Saints for three months. <laughs> I think Michael Thomas is going to be traded by the end of this year from the Saints. There was some turmoil last year with him. I don't think he wants to be in New Orleans anymore. No, not without Brother Breeze. 
even with Breeze, I don't think he wanted to be in New Orleans. He said he wanted. He said last year he he played through injuries because he, of, he knew it was Breeze's last. Season. He did, but he's starting to become more of a diva lately. Yeah, yeah, ah, it's all those OSU guys. <laughs> Analysis from this is, I think Thomas isn't going to be a Saint next year. He he might finish out this year as a Saint, but I don't think he's going to be a Saint next year. Well, we'll worry about that when we get there. Definitely. So running backs for the Bengals, you have Joe Mixon, Samaj P. Ryan, Chris Evans, Puka Williams, and I know I'm missing one, Travion Williams. Yeah. Running back, the draft here is Mixon. He's going in the second round. Easily. I definitely want to take a flyer on him in the second. I think he could get a lot of run, and he's not going to see as many stacked boxes as he used to. Not with that. Not with this receiving crew. No. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. Jesus, like, there's so many weapons on on the Bengals' offense. Yeah, Mixon's the only QB you're drafting. Sorry, running back you're drafting. Um, P. Ryan, I don't know. Williams. Ah, Travion Williams. Samaji P. Ryan, I think, can be a solid pickup if Mixon goes down. I mean, he, he did have some good weeks last year. He was a stud when he was at Oklahoma. Yeah. An absolute he actually stud. Had, he had some good games when he played Washington as well. Yeah. Um, you already kind of went over the receivers. Hit, uh, Chase Higgins, Boyd, Auden Tate. Uh, they have a Mike Thomas, not Michael Thomas, Mike Thomas. Yeah, I, I still think Higgins is the best one back here. Go ahead and rank the wide receivers in the order you're drafting him. I, I would draft Higgins over, and then I would go Higgins, Chase, Boyd. I think Tate falls, and Mike Thomas falls to the waivers. Yeah, um, the only three wide receivers would be drafting for these teams. Higgins, this team, Chase Higgins. Higgins got big. He, he put on a lot of muscle. I think they said 20 pounds of muscle. I can't remember how much. I just know he put on some weight. Oh, he looks he good. He looks good. I will say, if I'm drafting these guys, it's probably Chase Higgins, Boyd. But I'm probably avoiding Chase where he's going. And I'm taking the upside on Higgins here. Mm-hmm. Uh, tight ends, you got... C.J. Uzama and Drew Sample, you're probably avoiding these tight ends, even though I know the Bengals do like Uzama quite a bit. Yeah, and Sample Sample has shown samples of <laughs> greatness. Um, One of the podcasts I listened to, they nicknamed them the Costco Sampler. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they both have extremely high ceilings but low floors. I don't know if there's extremely high ceiling. I know Burrow did start trying to use them earlier in the year. But that could have been more of a safety blanket early on. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But they're going to be available on waivers either yep. way you put it. So, that concludes the AFC North. Who's your pick to win the North? I, I think it's hands down Baltimore as much as I hate to say it. Fair. I'm going to go with Cleveland. I think Cleveland's going to be – they play a third-place schedule because they finished third place last year. They're going to have an easier schedule than Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Okay. That alone could put them in first in the division. We'll see. I know you had a bold prediction on our audio list podcast. Do you want to go ahead and get that one again? I think the AFC North sends three teams to the playoffs. I'm going to go Baltimore as the division winner, Cleveland as the wild card one, and Cincinnati as the wild card two. I, I, think, I think this is the best division in football. And that's fair. Um, that is bold strategy, and like I said, if you wanted to bet on the Bengals, it's a plus 400 to make the playoffs. Yeah, I'm, I'll do it. That's um, easy money. <laughs> so then we move to the AFC South. Quarterbacks for Indy. You got Carson Wentz, Jacob Eason, Ellinger, and Huntley. Wentz, they're saying he's probably going to be back sooner rather than later. Uh, but they're saying he is out five to tw- five to 12 weeks. I'm hearing there's a good chance that's closer to the 12 side, but he's saying sooner rather than later. Well, I would just stay away from all of these <clears throat> quarterbacks. The only the only uh, Colts player I am drafting right now is Jonathan Taylor mm-hmm. at running back. I think he just went 1-8 in our draft. I thought that was 1-7, I think it was. Yeah, that's a little high for I've me. I've dropped him a little bit because, number one, Wentz is probably going to be the best thrower out of these quarterbacks. I think the box is going to be stacked a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And not only that, their starting left guard, who was actually one of the best guards out there. Nelson? Uh, I don't have his name. I think that sounds about right. Quentin Nelson? Yeah, Quentin Nelson. Something like that, yeah. He actually has the same exact injury as Wentz. 
That's not good. Another 5-12 to 12 week time frame. You know, Quentin Nelson's supposedly really tough, and he's saying he's going to be back out there at 5. Yeah. It's hard to say. But Taylor last season, when he ran to the left, he had 69 carries, 385 yards, and 4.1 yards yards before contact. We got to pick this up. Uh, to the right, he had 61 carries, 231 yards, and 2.1 yards, yards before contact. And losing that left guard is going to impact that a lot. Mm-hmm. Wide receivers, Hilton, T.Y. Hilton, Michael Pittman Jr., Paris Campbell. Flyer on Pittman, but I'm probably not drafting any of these wide receivers. No, especially not as maybe as a flex late, late after I've filled everything. But um, I'm avoiding this offense like the, the bubonic plague. Tight ends, you got Mo Alley-Cox. Or COVID. Jack Doyle. Doyle rules. <laughs> and then they actually have a rookie that they're really high on. I'm probably avoiding these guys, but if I'm taking a flyer, it's going to be Mo Ali Cox. Yeah, that I, he's I can't just a agree huge target. Yeah. Uh, next, we got Tennessee. I only I didn't even put the backup quarterbacks because you got Ryan no, Tannehill. It's be Tannehill. Tannehill is one of the big reasons why I'm going to wait on quarterbacks. Yeah, he's a good one. Nobody. He's going. His ADP is ten. He's finished nine each of the last two years. And if you compare him to Patrick Mahomes last year, Mahomes was QB4, Tannehill was eight. Mm-hmm. Mahomes was drafted as one or two a quarterback. And there was only a point six different, .6 point difference in points per game between these two. That That's actually kind of surprising. I did not know that. That's why I'm I'm always a late quarterback guy. You can always find somebody that's going to compete, and the difference is negligible. Ours, ours, we agree. I, you you got to get them running backs and the wide receivers first and foremost. Definitely. I mean, they take up most of their roster spots anyway, so. That is one thing I do like about <clears throat> Superflex, and maybe down the road we might look into putting a vote to move our league to Superflex. Mm-hmm. Because it does make that quarterback position much more valuable. Yeah, right now it's kind of like, eh, well, I don't care about my quarterback. <laughs> and in the real world, they're the most important player on the team usually. Next we got Houston. You got Wait, we didn't cover the running backs or anything. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I got ahead of myself. Well, we all know Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, <laughs> Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry. He's going to get the ball a lot. I do like Darrington Evans, though. He's a good little scat back, but apparently Henry was working on his pass catching game this offseason I think he's been working on it every year it's just <laughs> they don't really need to throw him the ball because all you have to do is hand it to him mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, wide receivers you got AJ Brown Julio Jones I'm probably not drafting any of these guys no I would AJ Brown may be late well Julio... AJ Brown's going in the second third round wow I, I don't know about he, that people consider him one of the like, top five wide receivers I which didn't... he has the talent I'm just Julio Brown or Julio Jones is going to take some of those targets away, I think. Right. And it's not a high-volume passing offense. Right. They have to be very efficient. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Yeah. Throw if I need to. <laughs> tight ends. You got Ferkshire. I know Ryan likes him as a late-round late tight I, end. I feel like if he's there and available after you filled your roster spots, so you got your QB, your two running backs, your two wide receivers, your flex, and you don't have a tight end yet, Ferkshire. And he's there, and nobody else is there. Like your top five, I think. Ferkshire. I'm probably not drafting for sure. I got other people I like besides him. Well, but you just drafted Kelsey, Kelsey, so. Well, even if I don't have Kelsey, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying if nobody, <laughs> none of the other top four or five tight ends are available, there's not a bad. I still prefer. But you gotta realize, I just went QB, two wide receivers, oh, I understand. Two, but two you can still backs. get you can still get like a Hig beat later in the draft. God, that's well, there's plenty of other upsides, especially a Robert Tunyon now that he has. Aaron Rodgers back. back, and he he's he was a high touchdown guy last year. Yeah, he was. All right, so we'll move back. Right, we'll move on to Houston now. But I do like Furcher, especially in this. I offense. liked them better in, until they signed or traded for Julio. <clears throat> All right, so now we'll go back to the, back into Houston, which I tried to skip into. <laughs> uh, you got Deshaun Watson, Tyrod Taylor, Watson. Davis Mills. Avoid this. Avoid this team. Avoid any player on this team. Because <laughs> nobody knows if Watson's playing quarterback or not. He was practicing at safety or something. He's hurt right now, too. Playing safety. No, he's not even playing safety. He played while they weren't padded. He's been hurt and hasn't practiced since they've been padded. Mm. There's so many reports out there that 
the Eagles are close to a trade, and then there's not they're not even fielding calls for Watts or yeah, yeah for Watson. They're not answering calls. This this team's all over the board. I'm avoiding this team most likely. Running back wise, David Johnson, uh, Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, Rex Burkhead. I'd still feel like Philip Lindsay's probably the best option at running back in that in that room. He potentially could. David Johnson's an eyeable flyer like, as your fourth or fifth stay running back. Healthy. Um, wide receivers, I might take a late shot on Cooks. He's been a perennial thousand yard receiver no matter where he's been. Nico Collins, great for dynasty. I like he could, Nico. He Collins. could be somebody to keep an eye on. Good size. Good size, definitely. But he could be somebody to keep a waiver wire eye on mm-hmm. as a mid-season rookie to kind of break out. Yep. Um, tight end, you got Jordan Akins. Akins. And Brevin Jordan. You're probably avoiding these guys both. Yep. Uh, avoiding everybody on this. <laughs> uh, Jacksonville next. QBs, you got Trevor Lawrence and Gardner Minshew battling it out. No decisions been made on these two. Well, um, I got the exact quote that you wanted to go over right here. Minshew. Okay, go for it. He said, in preparation for the competition, I haven't taken a shit in weeks. Number two is not an option for me. Well, how come you can cuss and I can't? You have cussed this podcast. I have not cussed this podcast. When? A couple times. I said COVID. I'm not even referencing that point. You have I a said times. damn once. But that's beside the point. Whatever. <laughs> so Minshew is gunning for one, cause, and he hasn't pooped yet. Since the draft. He hasn't pooped since the draft. Just I wonder how that feels. Hope oh, Andy Andre Hopkins goes Mother at two F. eight. <laughs> I want to do Andre Hopkins. Um, I will say Minshew all he was asking for was a chance for at the starting spot. Yeah, I did see that tweet recently. He's just happy that they're even giving him a chance to compete for it. Uh running backs you got um James Robinson. James Robinson, I couldn't think of his first name. Travis, Travis Etienne and Carlos Hyde. This running back room is so up in the air. I'm probably avoiding it. I If I had to rank, though, I would say ETN, Robinson, Hyde. I still like Robinson. Fair. Uh, but I'm not. T- he's not going to be my RB1 or 2. If he's available yeah. late and he can be my third guy or maybe be my fourth guy, why not? Um, ETN's going too high for me. I'm probably Like I said, I'm probably not drafting any of these guys. I like ETN's PPR. Upside. Right. But, yeah, again, I'm not going to take him in the third round or the second round. I might probably, probably wouldn't even take him in the fourth round. So. Wide receivers, you got DJ Chark, Marvin Jones, LaVisca Chenault. I want you to rank these guys on how you would draft them. Um, I like Chark a lot. I, I think he just had some bad quarterback play where he's been in Jacksonville. Fair. Um, but I would I would think Chenault with the flex and, and – this offense he's going to be in. Chenault, I'm still going to go Chark and then Marvin Jones. See, I'm going Chenault, Jones, Chark. Jones, no matter where he's been, he's been a solid high forward right, receiver. I think Chenault has a lot of high upside, especially the way Urban Meyer used his wide receivers, especially his athletic wide receivers mm-hmm. in Florida and Ohio State. I think he's going to want to get some of that going in the NFL. Chark, there's been some criticism from Urban Meyer about him, so I'm not sure how I feel about Chark this year. Uh, tight ends, yeah, Man Hurts, O'Shaughnessy, and Tebow. Avoid not drafting any of these guys. Avoid them. So now we finish the AFC South. Who's your pick? I I still think Tennessee's the only team making it out into the postseason in this. Tennessee's my pick too. If Wentz was healthy for the full year, I would say he Indy'd have a shot, yeah. but I I would still go Tennessee. Are you from Tennessee? So next we got our AFC uh, the AFC West. Um, we'll start with Kansas City quarterbacks. The only one you need to know is Mahomes. Yep. I'm not drafting him where he is. He's mm-hmm. going too early for me, as we as we kind of noted the difference between Mahomes and Tannehill last yeah, year. Yeah, take your if it's a one QB league, <clears throat> take your QBs late, take them late. Running backs, running backs, and wide receivers. Running backs, you got Clyde Edwards-Helaire, Daryl Williams, Jarek McKinnon. I'm high on William. Oh no, Clyde Edwards-Helaire this year. I think he's better than third round talent, but he's going in third round in drafts. Yeah, I I still I. I think he his first game 
of the season last year, he did really well, and I think he just kind of that was his. He he missed two games, and he was still a running back three last year, and he was just two spots out of that running back two spot. And when they when they traded for or signed Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell was getting half the carries. Mm-hmm. I don't think McKinnon's unable to stay healthy. Nope. I don't think Darrell Williams is that good. I think this is Clyde Edwards-Lair's backfield. And we saw what they did with Kareem Hunt. Yeah. If they can do that with Hilaire, which I think they can, he's going to be a high. I think he has running back one upside. Yeah, you're right. Uh, wide receivers, you got Tyreek Hill, Nicole Hardman, Robinson, Pramor, Cornell Powell. Um, Tyreek Hill's going first or second round. He's already gone. He's the only wide receiver I'm really looking to target here because Kelsey's basically their de facto number two receiver. Yeah, and I think I think Robinson and Pringle, or, or, or sorry, Robinson and, and Hardman are the two guys that you can get them late to see how they do this season. I am take, interested at watching Cornell Powell coming from Clemson. I think he wow. could be a decent guy in the end zone. He's one that he's basically taken over, not taking over the Sammy Watkins role, but he's kind of the same build as Watkins and could be that. Very Go up and get him, fast, guys. Yeah. Uh, tight ends: Travis Kelsey, Noah Gray. You're taking Kelsey. Most of the time, I haven't been seeing him get out of the first round. Uh, that's why I was surprised he made it to the second round for me. Uh, Noah Gray's a guy to watch <coughs> in dynasty leagues. Yeah, you're right. Uh, especially since Kelsey's on uh, past thirty right now. Uh, L.A. Chargers next. You got Justin Herbert. I can't name the quarterbacks after him, but who knows? Who cares? He's he's <laughs> a guy that I'm targeting late and later at QB. Yeah, I mean rookie of the year. You can <clears throat> you're still gonna be able to get him late. Running backs: Austin Eckler, Justin Jackson, which I've actually been hearing at, at the beginning of the year he was a potential cut candidate for these guys, and now I'm hearing that he's probably the number two. So if Eckler goes down. Justin Jackson is probably the guy you're looking for right now. I'm just really surprised that Joshua Kelly out of UCLA just had such a bad year last year. He had one good game, and then after that, it just tailed off pretty fast. Yeah, I sold one of his autograph cards for a good chunk of money after that one good game. Uh, I will say Eckler. I'm high on Eckler this year. He only played 10 games last year, but still led the team in rushing attempts. And he was on pace for almost 1,500 yards. They got a new O.C., uh, from New Orleans, we saw what that guy did with Kamara. Yep. Just think what he can possibly do with Eckler. I'm I not mean, saying Eckler is Kamara, but he's Kamara light. Kamara esque. Kamara esque. Yeah. So yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, but yeah, I guess Jackson. I like that Roundtree kid too. But those are late waivers. He was a late draft pick, and it's just basically a flyer. Yeah, pretty much. I. Round tree you're possibly taking as a bench stash, taxi stash, and dynasty. Mm-hmm. Wide receivers, Kyle Allen. Or no, Kyle Keenan, Allen. Keenan Allen. <laughs> going to Washington quarterbacks there. Mike Williams. Yeah, Mike Williams. Josh Palmer's been getting some buzz out of camp. They're saying he's even, catching everything. I don't even know who that kid is. Wide rec- rookie wide receiver from Tennessee. Mm, okay. And then uh, Guyton. Guyton. I can't remember his first name who now. Cares? The only two I'm drafting here, Allen, Early. Williams, I'll take late in the draft. I think he's got some high upside. If he can both, PPR if guy. he can put touchdowns and receiving yards together, I think he's going to be a solid receiver. Uh, tight ends, you got uh, Jared Cook, Donald Parham, Trey McKitty. Cook's definitely someone I'm willing to take late in draft as my tight end if I don't get one of the big three. Yeah, yeah. Cook, Cook's probably the only one you want here. Parham has some. Upside, but he's a former AAF standout. He definitely could be good later on. Uh, we'll move on to the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, QBs, you got Derek Carr, Marcus Mariota. Derek Carr was a quarterback 14 last year. It's kind of surprising. He's definitely, I think, going to be a decent streaming QB by week fill in mm-hmm. or yeah. a number two in a super flex. Uh, running backs, Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake. Jalen Richard. I've had Josh Jacobs in quite a few leagues. He was very inconsistent. If they weren't winning, he wasn't producing. Okay, um, well, I don't have that decision anymore. Kenyon Drake, I think he's going to be a decent PPR guy behind Jacobs. It could be they both have some value, but I do think Jacobs is going to be the one you're drafting first. Well, I just took... 
Clive Edwards Flair at 210. <laughs> and you got 3-1 now. Uh, why he's working on making his pick. Uh, wide receivers, they got um, Ruggs, Edwards, John Brown, Hunter Renfro. I will say Ruggs, he put on about 15 pounds and wants to be more physical. Mm-hmm. And they're going back to what they were looking at last year with uh, Ruggs at Z, Edwards at X, and Renfro in the slot until injuries derailed that. I think Brian Edwards is a good watch on the waivers or late-round draft pick. Yeah, you're right. You're not wrong. And same thing with Ruggs. He's going so late in drafts, I'm going to take him late because he has some high upside too. Yeah, I like Ruggs. Tight ends, you got Darren Waller, Foster Moreau, and Derek Carrier. As much as we like Derek Carrier on this podcast, we especially because he made a touchdown catch and win the game against the Steelers a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, Waller's the only one you're taking, and he's you're taking him in the first three rounds. He's one of those first three guys I'm going after. I didn't. I took a running back and a wide receiver. If you're going first round, or top three tight ends. Okay, okay. Uh, and then we'll move on to Denver. You got Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater. Um, up at, Earlier this week, I've seen the battles even. I did see a tweet, I think, from their beat writer saying that he thinks that they are leaning more towards Bridgewater. Hmm. But it, I think it depends on who you're talking to on who looks better. Well, I saw that Drew Locke looks the best he's ever looked. So, I mean. It's hard to say. You <laughs> drafted him pretty high, so maybe he gets his shot to go again. And if it doesn't mm-hmm. work out. Uh, running backs, you got Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams. Um, I did see a tweet saying that, from according to KOA Colorado, uh, the writer Benjamin Albright, Gordon is still clearly the number one. Hell yeah, I love Melvin Gordon. I love the Wisconsin running backs. I think Javante Williams, if you're taking him, he's going to be a midseason breakout, though. Quite possibly. He could take over this running back room mid-season. That's just speculation. It is, and that's a lot of fancy football, though, too. I mean, Melvin Gordon's on his last year, this contract no, out there. He's got two years, but he could But be it's a third-year option, year. so I think they're going to run this. Sh- they could run him into the ground, and they don't have a reason not to. Right. Uh, wide receivers, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, K.J. Hamler, Tim Patrick. To rank these guys, I would go Judy, Sutton, Patrick. Hamler, you're not even drafting. No. Uh, Tim Patrick's an interesting guy to watch out for. He he had a good year last year with Sutton out. Yeah. And I think he could actually produce. I think he's he established himself. I think he's established himself as a reliable target. So, But I would still want Judy over everybody. I agree. I, I, I For a while, I was Sutton over Judy. I kind of flip-flopped that, and I'm going Judy Sutton first. Fair. Tight ends, Noah Fant, Albert. You want to try to pronounce that last name again? I, I had it pretty good. Albert Okwikabunum. O-K-W-U-E-G-B-U-N-A-M. We'll just call him Albert O. Aquabunum. We'll just call him Albert O. No, it's Aquabunum. Aquick <laughs> Boonham, I don't know. The only tight end you're drafting out of this team is Fan. No, Fan. Yeah, he's and a good. He's going to be one of those mid, mid-tier tight ends that you're taking a shot on. Certainly. So, who's your pick to win this? I think Kansas City takes it for the third year in a row. I think it's Kansas City. I will say Los Angeles. I think has a shot. If not, I do think they are a wild card. Well, here's the thing, Vegas, and we've seen it ever since. Uh, Man, what's his name? Gruden. Gruden took over. They start strong. They start the season so strong. And then it, they hit the midway point, and it's like, okay, if they win one more game, they're going to clinch a spot. And then they lose. And then they <laughs> lose again. And then the Raiders lose another game. And then they win. And then right right about the end of the season, it's like, oh, the now the Raiders have to win their last game to get in, and they lose. So... I don't have a lot of hope in that team. That wraps as up much up. as I want Carrier to succeed in Las Definitely. Vegas. Uh, so that does, I do agree with you. I think it's the Chiefs that win this. I think Chargers are a wild card team, though. Chargers or Ra- Raiders? Chargers. Okay. Okay. Um, so that wraps up our AFC podcast. Ideally, we're going to be back streaming, hopefully without audio issues, again on Tuesday. Well, we want audio, but not the issues. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying, without audio issues. <laughs> Just... Um, if you want to catch us live, we shoot for 7 to 7.30 on Tuesday nights. 
Yep. Um, Fantasy Football Semi Pros on Twitch. Uh, if not, we try to post everything on our social medias. Twitter, you got the FF Semi Pros. Uh, YouTube, FF Semi Pros. Uh, Instagram, Fantasy Football Semi Pros. Facebook, Fantasy Football Semi Pros. And if you want, you can email us at ffsemipros at gmail.com. We do look to make this more interactive eventually. Yeah, ask us your questions. Give us what you want to know. Let us let us know. Let us help you. I do. I'm trying to have Twitch pulled up on either of these devices at any point. So if while we're live and you want to mm-hmm. ask us a question, there's a chat feature in there. Ask us a question. We'll try to answer it as we talk. Mm-hmm. Send us in- input. We want feedback. We want everything. We'll try to implement this and make this interactive as well. We want to hear from you guys. Eventually, we want to make this our job. we got three viewers. <laughs> Two of those are us. <laughs> Eventually, we want to make this our job. Yeah, that'd be fun. Your guys' views help that. We want to thank you for the, the over 60 views that we had on our first YouTube video. That was more than I was expecting. I think it's counting. Oh, um, damn, Kittle's gone. Definitely thank you for supporting us. We hope to continue continue growing this, and we can't do this without you guys. That's absolutely right. Drop us a like. Ask us your questions. and Subscribe uh, to our YouTube. You'll get notified when we post a video. Yeah, absolutely. Subscribe. Uh, like buttons on everything, just like everything, every time we post. Once again, like I said, we appreciate any interaction we have with you guys, any views, everything. Any closing? Uh, I think that's it. I think that's all we got. Well, we'll see you Tuesday. See you Tuesday. We gotta have a song. We can start doing that eventually. A closeout song.